Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McKay, bring on a guest to discuss a video game that is special to them from their past. On the show, you'll know that we talk as much about what made playing that game special and what our guest loves about it as we will, uh, as much as we will, dive into the context around how they fell in love with it for the first time. A um, little bit of housekeeping up top is if you're on social media, you can check us out there. You can follow us. You can see not only the cool art that I make for every episode, but you can learn a little bit about our guest. And I'm certain you're just going to want to know everything about today's guest. So you're going to want to follow us on Instagram at call me by your game pod and on Instagram or on Twitter. I already told you about Instagram at uh, call me by your game, but just the one Y. So B-Y-O-U-R. If you want to support the show, uh, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can tell us um, what your favorite episode was, maybe how charmed you were by our guest today, uh, whatever you want, even if it's a positive review uh, and not berating anyone. I'll read it on the show. Uh, you can also share the show with a friend, whether they like video games in general or maybe even this particular game today. And lastly, you've probably already heard an ad for it, but you should check us out on Patreon. Um, if you want to support us and you would like a bunch of extra bonus content that comes out weekly for you, uh, we're at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. And uh, if you happen to be a big Legend of Zelda fan, you'll probably know we have our Zelda Games Club going on all year. Um, so check that out. That's it for the housekeeping. And I'll finally introduce our guest for today. So please welcome Troublemaker and family nuisance, Ali Gondor. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh man, thanks for having me. I love Troublemaker as the first title. It's great. Yeah, I'm sure you're pretty used to getting introduced as such. So that wasn't anything new for you, right? I'm a mischievous little boy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, as much as we've been, you know, friends and friendly acquaintances for so long, that's the thing I've known about you from the moment that I first saw you uh, perform, probably. But Ali, welcome. <laughs> Um, I know you, of course, through the Los Angeles comedy community, specifically the uh, UCB improv sect of that. But what do you want to share about yourself uh, for the listener? Who the heck are you? Who the heck am I? Oh, man, this is a it's already like WTF on here. <laughs> it's getting, getting <laughs> deep. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an actor, writer, performer, uh, a teacher as well at UCB. Um, and uh, I enjoy video games and I'm stoked to be here to talk about them. Um, you are someone and I've, I've, I make this public on the show and I, and this is usually when I tell the person, but you're someone who I have like vaguely remembered seeing the occasional post or like tweet. I don't know what I've seen. I just know I've seen you post about some video game nostalgia, which is, I think even what I said to you when I reached out, um, but I had seen it. So I was like, all right, I clocked it. And I was like, I'm going to ask him at some point. 
and I ran into you. So I jumped on the opportunity to do <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, 100%. Um, uh, that was that was so funny, too. I uh, I feel like your listeners would appreciate. Um, Connor, Connor, <laughs> Connor walked up to me and um, uh, I commented on it was it was a compliment on what I was wearing. But it yes. also was like the greatest roast of all time I had on. I had on like. God, what was it? It was like some some kind of like dark brown joggers and like a khaki shirt. And he was yeah. like, you look ready to go on the Jungle Cruise, man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It was uh, like the best the best I've ever been roasted. It was amazing. I love that. Uh, I also I think I might be able to catch people off guard with stuff like that because you just me approaching you or knowing me even, you know, as like loosely as we might know each other. You might not expect <laughs> that I'm going to come at you with something like that so <laughs> it just can be surprising uh and also i know that i'm someone who sometimes i'm so sincere that people think i'm f- just full of shit or that i'm like <laughs> actually digging at them so yeah. i love that i found that perfect middle ground there and and also i was so glad that you were so tickled by that that was a crap it was up. it was it was so insightful and i told hillary and she laughed like twice as hard as i did <laughs> that was great <laughs> Uh, that uh, that warms my heart to know that. Yeah, um, uh, but yeah, uh, you had asked about posting about video games. Yeah, I, I I definitely have huge video game nostalgia. Um, I was like obsessed with video games growing up, and then perfect. I think at a certain point, just because I have like as many gamers can relate to, just like the tendency to fully get lost in them, yeah. I had to like. I had to do a weird intentional pullback. I don't know. I don't know how weird that is. Maybe a lot of folks have to do that, but it was very much like a, hey, like yes. graduate from school first, and then <laughs> we can maybe revisit this a little bit. Um, how so old I were think you like, when this happened? Was this like high school? Truly, like beginning of college. Okay, I was kind gotcha. of like, okay, there are there are a lot of things that you can clearly immerse yourself in in the world, mm-hmm. and you kind of need to be careful. Like, it's almost like you can fall in love with anyone. So like, like, make sure you pick someone who's going to be like healthy for it, you know, like that sort of a situation. Um, So I definitely like put video games on the shelf for a while. Like never, Mm -hmm. never like, never like in a way of like, no, sorry, I won't play. I don't do that. Like always tempted, but I would set kind of like, small boundaries like i didn't let myself buy a new system for a very very long time sure um and i felt like the amount that video games would kind of enter my life via friends or you know uh uh, the occasional like arcade and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. that was like i was definitely getting more than enough that way so i was like you don't need to you don't need to go out and buy more cigarettes basically (laughs) it was like my my approach you're able to like bum one and late at a bar enough times a month to where like you're getting your fix a hundred percent yeah the amount of times i ask somebody if i could you know walk up and like use their game boy for a minute (laughs) (laughs) wow i can relate to that uh so much uh oh something else that um i don't know how important this is to uh to you or if you even want to share this but you're from azusa california um which i i also have definitely seen you uh post about but um I pointed that out when I messaged you for the first time, and I think I mentioned it, but that's where I went to school. Was uh, I went to? I'm an unfortunately an APU kid. Uh, APU, yeah. yeah. That's like that's like a, a jog away from my my folks' place. Wow, no way! Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. I feel like what did you. you pr- what do you think of Azusa? I thought it was so strange, and I <laughs> yeah. I entered as such. I entered as like a kid who was like 
totally into like the vibe. Um, I didn't necessarily want to go there, but by the mm-hmm. time I finished high, I went to public school my whole life mm-hmm. until then. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the time I finished high school and had only gotten into a few schools, it was the only one that had like a film and TV major. Oh, um, cool. Okay. But I, so I decided to go. My parents were thrilled. It's exactly where they, they were hoping I was going to go. <laughs> um, I will say this. Uh, I really, I just full transparency, don't appreciate the institution for a lot of their uh, views and stuff like that now. Sure, but yeah, yeah. I did meet a lot of people that I really uh, still have like solid relationships with and learned a lot from. And there's some great food around there too. So I couldn't complain too much. Yeah, absolutely. Some some of the I mean, I haven't been exposed to all varieties of Mexican food, but like the the Mexican food that I'm used to from Azusa, like it hits hits home in that right way. Totally. Um, Do you is there like a place that um, you you would like to go? Because I've got one in mind and I don't even know how authentic it is, but I loved Taco King. Taco, yeah, Taco King's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, La, uh, La Tolteca is kind of my my go to, which is like yeah, <laughs> La Tolteca. Yeah, you show up hungry and you're 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 a happy man when you leave. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Uh, cool. Well, thank you for letting me to just investigate a little bit. Oh, about I never your... get to shout out Azusa, so thanks. Everyone's just like, yeah, I see that on the freeway on the way to Vegas. I'm like, yep, that's how everybody <laughs> kind of sees yep. it. <laughs> that's where I'm from. Uh, yeah. Well. Well, very, very cool. Before we, um, you know, dive into your general history with video games, which you already sort of got a little preview on, would you tell us the title of the game that we're going to talk about for the main event later? The Simpsons, Bart versus the World for the NES. Amazing. One of uh, uh, several, as I have, after doing research, I found out it's one of several Simpsons games for the NES, uh, part of a history Simpsons of Simpsons games in general, but uh, I don't know what I would have guessed you would have picked, but I don't think it was that one. It so. was hard, man. It's a really tough decision. Like truly just go, going back through history. Like I could, I could do a podcast on so many just single games for yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, this one, this one I think just hit that right place of like, it might've been, you know, besides the, the game that comes with like, you know, the Mario and duck hunt that came with the NES when we sure. first got it. Like, I think this might've been like the first purchased video game that was wow. like, Oh, this is like the, the, the new game that you own kind of thing. Wow, um, and it also really cool. had the crossover with the Simpsons, which was like my second favorite thing as a kid. Probably. Oh my gosh, so it was just yeah. like this combination of elements that was unbeatable. I love that. Very cool. Um, uh, well, like I said, I want to hear about your just general history with games. So the first question where I want to start is, do you remember when you first took like an interest in video games growing up? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like uh, picking this game made me remember that even before video game proper, video video games proper, I had like one of my first Christmas gifts that I remember was this little Simpsons watch that also had okay. a game on it. So it was like oh, wow. a three button. Like, you remember those like tiger electronic, like handheld kind of things or yeah. like a little square that you would hold sort of like before the age of, 
I, I mean, uh, probably like, like a, a tenth of a cost of a Game Boy. It's like <laughs> somewhere between like an Etch-A-Sketch and an actual screen. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm talking like, about? You, I don't know what those it, are called. If you hold it in the sunlight the right way, you can kind of see like every single possible yeah. like pixel on the screen. <laughs> like, um, And it's it's such a weird, like it's an LED screen, but it's like, you know, individual drawings that would like light up at different points, basically. Uh-huh. Usually two buttons and a D-pad. Um, sometimes one button. I think I had a Sonic one that just had one button for spin. Um, <laughs> Um, but it's, but but even smaller than that, I had this little watch. It was a blue Simpsons watch, and it had three buttons on it. And it was a game where you moved Bart from one side of the yard to go get ammunition for the slingshot, and then bring him to the other side of the yard to shoot the slingshot out a window. And okay. it was just doing that over and over and over to like get as many points as possible. And I played the shit out of that thing. Like, <laughs> like I played like the straps fell off. I was just holding the little like watch thing yeah. by itself. Like, to, um, and I, I truly just like I, I must. I, I was a kid, so who knows how long it was? But it feels like I played it for a hundred years. Like, tr- yes. <laughs> truly. My goodness, what yeah. a what a unique beginning. Uh, yeah. that I, lo- I love when someone has the occasionally a guest will have a story like that where something that's like. Like sort of game that's get that's a game but like yeah, less yeah. less obvious than you think got him into it so okay so you you have this watch you play the heck out of it yeah absolutely i'm trying to remember if there was like earlier instances of of you know lighting up to it but i just know that like whenever like pizza parties at you know after after like soccer games were always like a highlight because it was like, I know that this like round table pizza has, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Street Dude. Fighter. And that's like, this is, that's gonna, I don't even care about the pizza. I'm just gonna hang out and like, <laughs> even when I run out of quarters, I'm just gonna watch everyone continue to play. Totally. Like, yeah, that was, that was very much uh, the kid I was. I just lit up. I remember that I, one time, I, I think, I was my dad, like after a movie or something, there was like an arcade attached Mm -hmm. and he was cool enough to bring me around to that. And I was having the time of my life and I (laughs) didn't want to leave so much that I had to go to the bathroom and I was like, no, I can hold it. And I kept playing, kept playing, kept playing. peed my goddamn pants <laughs> uh because i was just like if we stop if we stop this and go to the bathroom like this day is gonna it's end over. i'm not gonna get to do this and i remember my dad was so pissed and i was just like oh you blew it you were like you were in heaven and you really ruined this that, wow the dedication uh just doing literally pulling out all the stops uh to continue playing that's so funny yeah. I was 17 years old at the time. Oh, okay. I didn't expect that, but um, wow. Interesting. <laughs> no, I really, I can't remember. That must've been, I mean, that must've been before I got Bart versus, versus the world for sure, mm-hmm. but who knows? So you're, so you obviously had, had like an interest in games in general. Do you remember mm-hmm. when you first had your own, was the NES the first system that you ever had? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, NES was the very first system. That was a Christmas present. And we did, uh, you know, Mario and Duck Hunt, like, forever. I I remember when my sister and I first figured out that you could shoot the ducks by using the mirror. We have, like, a mirror in our living room, like... Did you know this that you can you can use the so you can use the light gun and aim it at like a mirror that's facing the TV, and you can like successfully shoot the ducks with it. That's just because incredible. of the way that the like the light beam. Did you happen? Do you know if there was like a mirror in your living room that was 
perfectly set up for that or did you just try it one day? It was just kind of like one, our living room is pretty small. So just like the TV kind of on one wall and then the other side just like has like a pretty like wide mirror on it. So I think like, I don't remember if somebody told me you could do that or if we just did it on a whim. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember like my sister not believing me because then you would shoot it in the mirror and it would just like seem like it missed. But then if you aimed good enough, you could get it basically. Um, And then so we started playing only in the mirror exclusively after a while. (laughs) You can also control the the second player. The you can control the ducks with the second player controller. That's another thing too. I I may have known that because that's one that we had growing up, but I don't know if it would have. I actually remember knowing it or not that's crazy yeah, is that's, that's is your another, sister that's like a fun annoying as hell thing to do too is control the second duck and just like keep him in a corner forever and that sort of thing yes just ruin it yeah. um is are you older or younger than your sister uh, my is sister's that- older my sister's older and there's like a pretty pretty decent age gap between us um so that was kind of cool too that she i think like video games kind of fell on that territory of like she could still very much enjoy you know us playing bart versus yeah. the world and like mario battletoads um, and I was very much at the age where it was like, oh, hell yeah. Like these, these kick ass. Um, yeah. and I think that continued like pretty, I feel like when did we, she like the, pro- the game that she probably like stopped playing was like street fighter. I think like after street fighter two, that was kind of when like she, you know, got too old for video games or like was sure. off in her own life. And I was also probably playing more like chrono trigger kind of stuff. Um, All right. She, she, my sister describes RPGs as like, I don't, you're just, you're just like running around collecting bags of glitter. <laughs> I was like, you're not wrong, honestly. <laughs> I feel like in that game specifically, I feel like some of the stuff you do pick up does shine a little bit. So yeah, totally- yeah. Bags of glitter. First of all, what's not to love about that? Uh, yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty great. Goodness. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So we don't have to go down the entire history, but since you are talking about some Super Nintendo stuff, mm-hmm. I do want to know. Um, so you were you just like hooked on the NES and it was like, yeah, the Super Nintendo is just like, the, the I got to have it. We definitely like my... My family, my sister and I, and like, you know, more so my mom and dad's choice, but like we had to really like stretch our games out, like Mm -hmm. and get the most out of them. So we kept the NES for like a long time. Like I remember when we got Super Nintendo, I think like most, most people who were, you know, in that world already had Super Nintendos for sure. Sure. Um, My mom was like, she grew up on a farm, like one of eight kids. My dad was like one (laughs) of 10. So like, I think we, like everybody in my family just kind of has that like, you know, stretch it longer. What else can we, those, those can be, those old Don't jeans can be enough? shorts now, you know? Like, we yeah. Can, yeah. Um, so we definitely like made stuff last and I think that was a part of it. Um, but yeah, I played the hell out of NES and then I think like just some, you know, some Christmas came along where it was like, okay, cool. Now's a, now's, I don't know. I don't know how my parents decided we were ready for a Super Nintendo, yeah. but like they went for it. And then, yeah, we did, did Super Nintendo for a long time. Um, what was big? Yeah, RPGs were really big for me on Super Nintendo. Final okay. Fantasy three slash six. That one was like oh, dude, huge. It's a, it's a that was like the JRPG machine right it's, there. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. I remember like having trouble convincing friends that that game was good just because like <laughs> on the surface it's like wait what like so much reading yeah. you know that kind of thing. Totally. Um, but then like every single person who started it like fell in love with it. So, oh yeah. Yeah. That one is so good. Do you have a, a character that sticks out in your mind from that one? Because I know there's so many. Oh, God. Um, I think Locke was the first one that came to mind just because he was like, yeah, I loved that. I loved that. Like 
that persona of like he's trying to be Han Solo the yes. whole time, but he keeps getting called out on it. Like I think uh-huh. that's so cool. They're just sort of like, what's your deal? Like, why are you, why are you trying to be this like you know Romeo ish hero? And then you yeah. like his tragic backstory, like why he's so protective, like that. Yeah, it's great. Totally. Uh, yeah. Did you? So a lot, I'm hearing it's a lot of Nintendo so far. Yeah. Did yeah. you stick with Nintendo for like after that, or did you end up branching out ever into like PlayStation or Sega or Xbox? Yeah. So I did. Um, I did. NES was the first system, then Super Nintendo, and then skipped the whole generation of like Nintendo 64, yeah. PlayStation, like all of those. That was still me playing my Super Nintendo, and also like those, you know, that gen of consoles at like friends' houses and stuff um but still gotcha. that very much that same feeling of like i'm i'm fine i haven't completely 100 percent at all of these games you know <laughs> yeah. like, that was kind of the mentality um and then when ps2 had been out for a minute i sort of made what i thought was the decision of like okay I want to get PS2 so that I can be able to have the whole catalog of PlayStation 1 games as well. Sure. And then this might be my last system, you know, like that's yeah. sort of a like, who knows? But like, this is a, this is a purchase that will catch, catch up on everything previous totally. to it. Um, and then I sold my, I sold my folks on the fact too, that it was like also a DVD player. You know what I mean? Like that. Kind yes. Of yeah. Oh my gosh. That's like a, one of the huge reasons why it's the best selling console ever. Yeah. Is exactly yeah. that. Cause, cause DVD players were so extremely expensive. So if you could get them a two for one, basically like put it in the family room or whatever you, yeah, yeah, you did it. You it, that's, you're living the dream, my friend. It definitely helped for Santa Claus to buy it that year <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> were you also a kid who was, this is obviously not video game related, but were you into like movies and uh, TV at a young age too? Um, yeah, TV, movie, movies like here and there, but like a lot mm-hmm. of TV for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of Simpsons. Uh, uh, I discovered like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like around maybe that same, you know, Super nice. Nintendo age. Um, I played a, <laughs> I played a, uh, an emulated copy of like this, like Japanese Dragon Ball Z RPG once. Uh-huh. Um, just no translation, just like, <laughs> like vaguely like mem- remembering like what kanji did what in the, in the like, cause it was all like yeah. menu based combat. So it's like, okay, like this third one is probably defend. This last one's probably items, you know, it's like yes. that kind of, uh, um, I, so I did funny. that on like my janky, like windows 95 computer. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah. It was like, I think like mostly, mostly TV and video games. Probably. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause I guess the, uh, and this is also not video game related. I guess mm. I don't uh, know when you really ever were interested in performing too. Like, was that something that happened? Like, I don't know, maybe when you like later for you, or were you always like, no, I like this sort of thing. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's a whole other. Uh, so I'm uh, starting a new podcast snakes. right now. No, <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, no, it's like um, I, I definitely. I definitely had like an active, active sense of humor like mm-hmm. early on. So, you know, The Simpsons, like I said, was huge. And then a lot of like um, 
uh, when I was a, when I was a kid, like Kevin and Bean, like morning radio kind of stuff. Like okay. my sister and I used to listen to that. So they used to put out like a Christmas, you know, like mixtape every Christmas that was just like a bunch of skits. And then they would have, you know, like Bad Religion come on and sing a Christmas song or like Stone Temple <laughs> Pilots sing like Noel or something like that. So like those those CDs were really, you know, influential as well. Um, and then when I got to high school, I wasn't ever really like, oh, I want to act or I want to do, yeah. you know, any I felt creative, but it wasn't it wasn't in that direction yeah um and i did i did like a drama elective i think my senior year kind of on a whim me and my 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 punk rock friend uh shout out (laughs) chad kelly uh his name had to be chad that's perfect yeah yeah, totally (laughs) i've had conversations with him i was like how do you feel that your name has developed into like a a category of person now like a chad you know Um, yeah we we did this drama elective kind of on a whim and like ended up being like really good at it basically yeah. like the teachers started casting us in you know a few good men and wow. um, then like the spring musical came up and it was sound of music and both him and i were kind of like oh yeah maybe we'll audition for something that's like one of the non-singing roles you know like just yes. like you know to be in it but like we're not going to sing and dance for and sure dude. The, the teachers were just like just do the damn audition <laughs> like just come, come, just try it just try it just see what happens yeah. and so we went the whole way um i was captain von trapp and he was Rolf, wow. the little Nazi in love. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then when I I went to UCLA for college and oh, cool. was was going for uh, molecular bio. Um, Whoa, dude! Because I was like lead. crazy, crazy interested in genetics at the time. Yeah, um, was going for bio, molecular bio. But then I was also like. Oh, I'll, I'll look into this acting stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember like the first, you know, flyer that I saw for like, oh, there was a production going on or something. I was like, yeah, I'll go try it. And so I went and they like wanted you to bring in some song and I went and did it. And I like, you know, sang it and they're like, good. So what uh, what key was that in? <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> what's a key? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, what's your like vocal range? Oh, it's pretty deep. I don't know. You know, it's like, and so I just very, I very quickly was like, oh, right. This is like there's a real world of people and there's like theater kids who have done this their whole life. Yes. Uh, I get it. I'm not welcome here. Cool. Mm-hmm. Turned wow. away from any kind of acting for like years and years and years. And then near the end of my college experience, a friend introduced me to the improv theater that was in uh, Westwood. Oh, here we go. Um, I just fucking fell in love with improv. And yeah. it was like, it just fit everything, everything that like my brain, you know, needed for artistic output. It was just sure. like, it was there with improv. And so I was like, oh, maybe I do like this. I just don't need to be, you know, doing like, top hat song and dance kind of stuff you know sure but yeah. hey you never know you could come back to that top hat it's song true and dance. yeah i should i shouldn't i might reprise my captain von trap one day <laughs> gosh that's that'd be amazing okay cool well thank you for indulging me in that uh sidetrack i was uh i realized as i was we were talking about that stuff i was like i don't know this about you uh, yeah no, for and that's sure, how man. i trick you into just doing a, uh, a podcast about your performing history <laughs> yeah. um so now so, about your parents yeah uh <laughs> how did they uh, uh uh ruin your life and make you a comedian um no they're probably i'm sure they're wonderful perfect people uh to pivot back real quick uh mm-hmm. do, what were some do you have any like games for the ps2 that you remember being like particularly impactful for you um yeah I, uh frequency did you ever play it was a it, no. was, it was like a rhythm game i think it was by i want to say harmonics it was one of the companies oh, that was later like 
they took this format and then added the guitar peripheral and like blew up with Guitar Hero. And it was like, yeah, okay. of course, like everybody wants to be like holding an instrument. And it's way more fun. Yeah. But frequency was just like with the the PlayStation controller using like, God, what would it, be? it would be a square triangle and circles like those top mm-hmm. three buttons. Just same same principle as Guitar Hero, just like okay. notes coming down. You catch them at the right time, move from like track to track. So it's like you'd get the. You know, you'd lock in the bass line of a song. And then once you yeah. got that pattern down, you'd move over and it would be like, oh, here's the guitar part of the song. You'd move over. Here's the vocal and you'd lock that in and then move over. And so like gradually you're kind of piecing together a song like oh, that's bar by cool. bar sort of. Um, I, yeah, I played the hell out of that one. Um, God, what else? Uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 was a big one. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a friend recently reminded me that. He's like, do you remember when he's like, we would come over to your, your house, play video games and you'd, you'd put on Metal Gear Solid 2 and you'd make us watch how the ice melted. <laughs> I was like, I didn't remember that. But like, I do remember now just at the time being so blown away by that. Yeah. Just like, look, look at the detail. Look what like the like you'd shoot over the wine bucket or like the ice bucket or whatever. And then yes. the ice cubes would fall on the floor and you could zoom in on them with the pistol and you could see them like not just disappear, like slowly get smaller it's like the fucking ice cubes melt that's crazy there there are things about that era of gaming i think specifically once you got past the first era of 3d Mm. where there were details and things like that that i forget we were excited about whether it's like an actual shadow almost to the form of the character or or ice melting or uh like the occasional lighting effect was like holy moly they're really doing it now yeah, it, it it blew my mind for sure, and I think I think you're right. I think we did cross over into a certain point where it was just like stuff was. I think like stuff was approaching like, wow, that looks real, and then we like we hit that point, and it was like, yes. yeah, it looks real, and now what else? You know, like yeah. it's kind of like now there's like you know there's incredible graphics and stuff, but like nothing is as. Um, nothing's going to maybe like shake us up that much because there's no, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, we get it. Like you can, you can fucking put the time and energy into it and it like mirrors real life now. And that's Mm -hmm. wild. And it's like, it's incredible that it happens, but maybe like as we got closer to that point, it was much more jarring for us. I don't know. I think, I think there is something to that for sure. Uh, gosh, that's interesting. Um, so, uh, was where does where do you go after this PS2 area? What's your journey after that video game wise? Um, just like friends and chicks and stuff. Nice, dude. <laughs> I knew you were a cool guy. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I, so I, yeah, PS2 was like my my last system that I got for myself, and then and then it was just kind of playing at friends' houses and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a friend who was kind enough when he got like whatever new system, he gave me like his hand me down Xbox 360. So I like caught nice. up a lot that way. That was great. Oh, very um, cool. Um, uh, yeah, that was, and that's, so it's been kind of like all over the place since then, like a little, yeah. little bit of PC stuff, not a ton. Um, but yeah, like lately I've been, you know, especially over the pandemic, like video games came back in a big way where it was like, oh, we're trapped indoors. I know what to do for that. Totally. Like, I've, I've trained for this for, during my childhood. I yeah, know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, no. We have to sit for hours in front of a TV. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, I'm um, really sad. Don't make me do it more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's it's definitely there's that's come back in a big, big way. What did I play with the oh, pandemic? Cool. I did like 
um assassin's creed uh black flag that was yeah. that was a really cool game i really enjoyed that i think i started taking to those games that felt like you got that that sense of adventure that you couldn't have in real life anymore you know sure. the sort of like seeing different places and going out and stuff it was like i was like oh that's why i love being in a pirate ship and like exploring different islands for treasure <laughs> like, totally like yeah. even something as silly as like going to a forest or climbing a mountain is like i'm i'm somewhere no. yeah yeah 100 what were you what did did you get a new system to play something on uh, oh, so that so Black Flag was on Xbox 360, which nice, again, that's dude. very that's I, I'm doing the same thing I did when I was a kid, which is like yes. I'm still getting like a hell of mileage out of it. Um, and then the other thing that I did was I got one of those uh, uh, PlayStation Classics, the PS yes. Classic, and I found the little mod action on it to like set it up. You're in so a safe I, space. You can talk about thank it. Thank you. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. sure if this was like sponsored <laughs> by Sony or what. <laughs> Not yet. We're working on it. Yeah. Um, just edit this part out of the episode when you get of that course. big, big deal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was able to mod that to like, just that's, that's been incredible for me. Cause it's, it's, uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a machine that, that it's like a time machine now because it contains yeah. It's it's got like every game ever made for Super Nintendo. It's got like every game ever made oh my for Turbo Graphics for NES. Like wow. and it's all you know on like one you know like two hundred gigabyte thumb drive or something like that. Um, and it's just it, that kind of shit blows my mind because if I <laughs> if I was like I've talked about this before with, with with friends, but like if 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 you hand that to me when I was you know. 11 if you had that to me when i was like 16 17 uh-huh. 18 it still would have like my head would have exploded because i was like i i as a kid would go to i would like walk to blockbuster to like play the display game after school or i would like if there was like a uh a, a, a toys r us or something nearby yeah. like we would we would just like you know stop in there that would be like a weekend just like hanging out with friends like let's go hit up the target and like see if they have if the playstation is working on there yes um, so like to go from that level to now oh any game you want over multiple generations is just like at your fingertips it's yeah it it really blows my mind that's absolutely incredible do you do you keep the usb plugged into like the second uh controller slot or do you just do it you like do a transfer and then it's there i can i can give you the full there's different schools of thought on that and mm-hmm. i think that people started doing it with the controller port yeah and there was like a power issue with that like oh. something about the amount of power that the usb drive was getting through the controller port mm-hmm. um so now there's a way to do it where you don't even need to is it possible you don't even need? No, I think you still need the USB plugged in, but it's through like a thing in the back, basically. Okay, interesting. Uh, but yeah, your initial thing, you sort of like, you can like boot the system and um, you set it up to sort of emulate the way you want it to. And then after that, it's kind of plug and play. So Okay, gotcha. Because yeah. I've, I've truly been, cons- I got one of those in like the fall of 2019, like pretty much right after it came out. But barely, yeah. I really only used it to play uh, Metal Gear Solid 1. Yeah, um, hell yeah. Because we did, I think, episode two, uh-huh. uh, Mikey Stevens talked about that Oh, one. sweet, yeah. Um, but I've been intending to do this for so long on it. So this is almost like the refresher that I need to yeah. actually get absolutely. on that. Absolutely, after this, hit me up because I, I definitely like 
researched around to see because I didn't want to brick it. I was like so afraid. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what the <laughs> hell I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I can. I please stand on the the research that I did, and I'll help you. Absolutely. With it. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so that that being like the most uh, seemingly the most recent thing you've really enjoyed video game wise, has there been like a game you've either revisited from on your system or like a new one that has been uh like fun or interesting to you lately mm. i i'm i'm just just kind of getting into i can feel it's like hooks in me for sure uh destiny 2 have you ever played any of those i played number one because i borrowed it on xbox 360 and thought it was really fun it's it's pretty great um it's another one of those that i think is like satisfying that itch of you know getting in a spaceship and just like flying off to another world and like running around the surface of a planet that's not yours you know like Uh that exploratory kind of feeling um i'm yeah i'm enjoying that a lot because i think it like it taps into slash takes advantage of those like rpg elements that you love you know the sort of yeah numbers going up kind of like feeling <laughs> yeah. you know like um i think that it uh it's one of those it's so it's that but it's a shooter you know so it's basically gotcha. yeah i mean you, you played the first one you get it um but that stuff's that stuff's really fun and it's like it's such a giant world too um so i'm, I'm still cool. i'm like i'm i'm kind of I'm on the fence with that one about like, I see the depths that that game can go, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, and I, you know, I was like, there's, there's higher level content that's like raids and stuff. And I was like, oh, this looks, this looks fun as hell. And then you get into it and it's like, wait, how long is this going to take? And like, how many people do we need to finish this? And like, yeah, truly. Um, part of that's super enticing. And part of that's like, hey, really, I got stuff to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like once you actually see the commitment in front of you, it is yeah. like, oh, maybe on my own time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So truly. it sounds like you're playing mostly by yourself, but then you'll sometimes join in on other things or how's it working for you? Yeah. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. Honestly. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for letting me, uh, you know, dive into your history with games and, uh, and also, you know, that quick segment about how you got into performing. That's, that's just a bonus for the listener today. Um, <laughs> bonus we're gonna, content acting yeah, background. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to be a segment we do, uh, f- every time now. Um, uh, so we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk all about The Simpsons, Bart versus the World. So I'll see you on the other side. Sweet. Welcome back to... Call me by your game. Here, of course, to discuss The Simpsons, Bart versus the world with Ali Gondor. Uh, welcome back, Ali. Thank hello, you hello. for not leaving. I appreciate that. That was tough. I almost did, but here we are. You know what? I just saw you were on the fence, which is why I felt <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going to express my thanks. Um, but hey, you're here now, so you can't leave. Uh, like I told you before the show, before we dive into your personal history with the game, I'm going to go over some just general history and context and Feel free to jump in at any time. Sweet. All right. So, The Simpsons, colon, Bart vs. the World, is an action platformer based on The Simpsons franchise and features many aspects from the television series. It was developed by Imagineering, which is a company, and published by both Acclaim and Virgin Interactive for the Nintendo Entertainment System in December 
1991. Um, now just thinking about, there's nothing important about those names, but I just did have the thought. I was like, as a kid, did I think that was a funny name for a company? Probably didn't get it until, uh, until I wasn't playing games that Virgin developed. Um, <laughs> just a, just a side thought there. Um, <laughs> this game also received ports for the Amiga, the Atari ST, Game Gear, and Sega Master System. Any chance you've played this on something that wasn't the no, NES? No, no, I was just thinking that. I've never even seen the ones on Sega Master System or any of those. That's That would be, I gotta look up a YouTube video on those. Yeah, they. I looked at some, not intentionally, but as I was just doing a little research for this yeah. game and looking up some videos, um, I think, the, if I'm correct, the Master System version does look a little better. It's Ooh, like, okay. I think Bart, um, because uh, I had one of my NES games was uh, Bart uh, meets Radioactive Man. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. So very kind of very, kind of similar games. And Bart seems to not really have like an outline. He's just kind of like yellow. But <laughs> the Master System, I think, gives him sort of like a little stroke outline. So you can just see the detail a little better. Yeah, it's a pretty low bar to beat the NES one. I mean, like, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like they they did their best, but it's uh, it's. I think part of it is that weird Simpsons perspective thing of like, so if Bart's walking, then he just kind of like his eyes just kind of look like a fish. You know, it's just like you see yes. one, and then I think when he's resting, they kind of try to show you two, but there's yeah. not. It's, yeah, so it just that weird silhouette kind of thing that happens. It is so funky. Yeah. Um, if you ever have the chance to, there's people, uh, uh, somebody at one point online figured out like on, in, in the Simpsons, when you freeze frame it, when characters are turning, sometimes if you can catch uh-huh. them looking dead on, a lot of times it looks so weird. Cause they're always like shot at like three quarters. <laughs> so there's yes. like really great frames of just like, you know, characters who are like mid turn and their faces just look honestly, even talking about this makes me want to just like, go on i don't know what all the simpsons episodes are on whether <laughs> yeah, it's truly i think they were on fxx for a while but it might be hulu but oh i f- mm. okay oh duh it's uh it's i think they're yes. all on disney plus now that was like the big yeah they they got they got bought and it was like the big you know fox disney merger thing but i was that fx fxx yeah. app was like incredible i loved that that app when it was out it had oh, like cool there was like playlists they might still have this on the disney plus one too but there were like you know playlists wow. for like lisa's best moments I, or that's whatever actually and there was like a I, shuffle button like, that would just play you like a first random really episode got that i thought was really cool because uh yeah. this is also the point of the podcast this is a thing i do where i make it about me so um I uh, hope you're ready for that. But as a kid, my mom didn't want me to watch mm. The Simpsons because she said <laughs> Bart was mean to his parents, <laughs> which, you know, I think I would have understood more if she was worried about like Homer choking Bart, but I, <laughs> so but I digress. Um, so I didn't. Yes. And she, I yeah. think she didn't want me to be influenced. It's such by a like Bart sincere, Simpson, which I think I could have used like a little extra Bart in my personality to, be, to even me out um, being such a good boy. It's true. I'm just trying so hard to be bad. Um, but I think like five or six years ago, I was now, working though. this job where <laughs> I had like a full hour lunch at my desk. So I would just put on like two Simpsons episodes on that app. And it was like, my real first experience, I think I got through like six seasons. It was incredible. Yeah. Have you been to any yeah, of like the theme park it's, stuff it's so uh, in like LA for the what Simpsons area? Seasons are. 
Yeah, they have like it's no, not. I really enormous. want to. There's a little no, more. I, I want to say at the one in Wait, there's like one uh, at Universal, Orlando, right? but the one here okay. at least has like a crusty burger and the Moe's Bar. Um, mm. That's what it's called, right? Moe's Bar, um, Moe's Tavern. Thank you. And then the um, the ride is really fantastic yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, Moe's Tavern. Uh, so so yeah. hot 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 recommend for me. Um, but uh, back to the game a little bit. Yeah, in cool. this game, the player, of course, controls Bart as he travels around the, the world to, I think, four or five different areas on a scavenger hunt while facing off against Mr. Burns' family and agents. Um, how does does that sound accurate to do to you? Is it his family and agents that you're facing off against? Yeah. It's yeah, it's like each basically like yes. each of the bosses are some, you know, relative of Mr. <laughs> Burns good. that like looks like Mr. Burns, but is like, you know, so there's like the <laughs> abominable course. snow burns. There's uh uh like Ram Pharaoh Burns or something like that. There's like a, a, a problematic Fu Manchu Burns that's like the first that's, area's boss for sure. That checks out. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, each and then I think the last one is Eric von Burns is like a Hollywood director, but like also like a German like pilot kind of Kaiser kind of oh, guy, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how he feels. Cool. Well, thank you for that clarification. Um, this is the second Simpsons game released for the NES and followed Bart versus the Space Mutants, which came out earlier that same year. Um, reviews of the game were mixed, uh, and it was followed on the NES by the one I referenced earlier, Bart Meets Radioactive Man, and Bart's Nightmare. Um, have you played any of the other ones besides the one we're talking about I think about today? I rented uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants at one point, like after I had played this one. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that surprised me. They came out in the same year. That's like that's wild that they just cranked them out like that. Totally. Um, I think sometimes for like maybe licensed games or even back, I mean, especially this era, like development took a lot less time than it does yeah, today. So, yeah. But that is really interesting. Yeah, Bart um, versus Space Mutants was like, if I remember, it was like you had to spray paint. It was it was like something like the aliens. <laughs> the aliens wanted to abduct things, but if you spray painted them purple, then they wouldn't abduct them. And I think like that became at least the first <laughs> level. I don't know. Um, but so you had to like go around finding things and finding ways to spray paint stuff. Huh. Purple. Did I say yellow? I meant purple. You said purple. Yeah, okay. Um, That's yeah, it was really, really funny. It was really weird. Um, My gosh. And then this game, Bart versus the World, is just kind of more of like a a straightforward platformer but like yeah i mean it's like a platformer where the character's jump is so bad yes <laughs> it's like it's so difficult it's like his jump his jump in this game feels like it's it's not a feature that's like supposed to be used like it feels it feels like 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 oh this is a game where you like walk around and talk to people and then kind of for fun you can like jump up and down if you want like to express yes. yourself or something but it's like no this game is at its heart a platformer and the jump is so bad gosh i watching video on it and even listening to the sound it's the same jump that's in the one i had oh, and yeah, so i know yeah. exactly what you're talking yeah. about mm. it's, it's just like, terrible <laughs> and if you fall does he does it make the like sound do you remember that at all i don't remember if it does or not it probably does i mean i'm sure they reuse the same sound palettes they probably do in that the one i played he 
he will fall so far too <laughs> if you just like get too high on something it's it's miserable um it's well, yeah this history- game I, I didn't even i don't know if i like said but i just like i i like loved this game and i also recognize that it's not good you know <laughs> like, sure like sure it's like i think it i think it is it, it's its world is really cool i think it like yeah. the expanse of it is very sweet and like a lot of the level design is like is like pretty unique and then there's some levels that are just hot garbage and also like i think again if they had if if bart was able to jump like mario then this game would be amazing you know like it just oh, would have yeah. been like yeah instead he jumps like bart and it's and it it makes it difficult (laughs) it's so Uh, stiff and you have to you also they did a weird thing too where you have to to run you have to hold down the jump button so it's not the like the same you know like mario is like okay cool like you can any game you like you you to to run faster you sort of like hold down whatever that other button is like the fireball button or whatever this one it's like to run you have to hit the you have to hold the jump button down to go faster so that makes you like need to jump. So then you're holding. So then to like run and jump, you're you're holding jump to run. You know what I mean? It's like this. And then you have to let go to jump. Yeah, it feels like you're using one button for the game and then one button just for the little like cherry bomb things. It's so weird. That's absolutely hysterical. Well, I, I feel like this is a really good chance to just transition into your experience of the game yeah. since we're sort of getting into yeah. it. You you mentioned earlier in the show that this was the first video game you remember buying, you know, after getting the NES for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything really about that or why you got this game? I and mean, you were a Simpsons oh, fan. Oh man, no, zero. I, I guarantee it was like a Christmas present. I guarantee that it yeah. was like, it was the one like christmas present that was like the like this is the big christmas present that year like absolutely yes. sort of like I, I would be i would be stoked to get like it would be like oh, I, I hope that this game is the game this year you know like that sort of thing totally um but i yeah no i no idea like besides it just being a christmas present but then i just know that we played the hell out of it like my sister and i just truly i mean I, I don't think we I don't think we had it in our brains to be like critical of, you know, nothing to compare. Like we had played oh, yeah. Mario, I guess, but like we could like we knew that it was difficult, but like mm-hmm. no no idea even of just like this video game is bad, you know? Like I don't yes. think like that could have entered our our brains. Like it could have just been like this is tough. Um but there was <laughs> there's not um that like critical eye yet, you know? Cuz like definitely if I oh, if I picked course. this up today, I'd been like well, this was fun, but like, I'm not going to invest that much time to like learn this weird jumping language, you know? Because <laughs> totally, is, yeah. but you know, as as a kid, it makes a lot of sense because a when at the time that you were playing it, video games were a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage of what they are now. Yeah. So you didn't have stuff to compare it to for the mo- for as much as you do now, and it was so primitive. But also, like, yeah, as a kid, you're just like thrilled to like. Uh oh, maybe my connection's unstable. Sorry, I don't know what happened, but the audio just cut out. Like, like it didn't show mute, but it just went full silent for like. Oh, yeah. did you? It's funny because I thought you were silent too. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, I can hear you now. Could yeah yeah. I don't know if I was talking at all to 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 do it, but. Oh, I think you were totally silent, That's, and at, yeah. I think it was just when I was talking. Which that was, was weird. Kind of fully cut out. Um, sorry, I don't know where you want to take it back. No, from. I'll 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 take us right back. Um, it's uh, it's not surprising that you were like content with it to in my perspective because there wasn't a lot to compare to. It was such a primitive time in games, but also yeah, as a kid with just a few games, you're like, well, this is what we have, so we're just gonna we're gonna play it. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And it was also like play it play it like front and back too. It was like like get the most out of it. Yes. Like this game has a thing in it where there's there's uh they're like crusty like like relics that are hidden on each level. Yes. And you have to in order this is one of the earliest games I can remember that has like a bad ending and a good ending. Um, yes. that's, that's something I don't know. So there's there's like a good ending if you get every single special crusty, you know, uh, merchandise. Uh, each level has like one unique one that you have to find, basically. Um, Very cool. Yeah. So we definitely did that. I love that. Um, so are you do you remember like, f- first off, what is your sister's name? Samira. Samira. Yeah. So were you and Samira just like, would you tag team this together? Would one of you play it and then tell you like the thing you discovered later? Do you remember that? Yeah, we usually, we'd usually play it together. Um, like hand off. I think like some parts would be like, you know, maybe you can beat this better than I can. Um, sure. I remember particularly in this game, there's like the mini games that are, are, there's like slide puzzles and stuff. My sister was really good at those slide puzzles. It's oh, like the, yeah. we have to like move around the squares, you know, and get them in the correct to order. To get the picture back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and she was like, she was amazing at those. Um, I I was asking her before I did this, I was asking her, I was like, hey, do you remember this game? I think I'm going to do this for, for my friend Connor's oh, podcast. Cool. And she was like, yeah, I remember you like as a kid <laughs> getting mad that I wasn't taking it serious enough. And I was like... <laughs> that's so funny i don't i have no memory of that but i was like what do you mean she just said like like you just you you just thought that i wasn't like trying hard enough i'm sorry i was a bit passionate that's that's so funny especially as like the little brother yeah just being like get your head in the game (laughs) because and then she told me too she's like no i think it was because she she's funny with her she comes up with like like i don't even know how to put it but like points of view on (laughs) on certain Uh video games sometimes but like one that she had for a while was that like every game you should be able to like speed through it kind of like how sonic is you know like sonic you kind of like you know and she was like you should be able to do that with like every game like like that's kind (laughs) of and i was like what do you mean should be like what like according to who she's like well i think like they probably make it like that and like so she would just like try that sometimes and it like never works you know because it's just like you can't unless you're like some like speed run champion you can't just like respond that quickly as you're like flying so she just wanted to play a lot of and i think that's what she would do with this game is just like hold down the like right button and just like oh, try to take the just, game on that way. <laughs> yes, maybe that, maybe potentially that's where that came from for you. It was <laughs> like so, you saw yeah. her just flying through it. And it's like, you got to be calculated. Yeah, yeah. You got to be precise. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Did you, were you, was your household at all like restrictive on when you could play games or like, cause I'm interested to know, like when were you two finding time to play together? Was it like after school was it weekends was it the the half hour you're allotted unless you read it's different for everybody yeah yeah i'm guessing like summers were big it's like my my, sure. my childhood memories are so hazy but like i'm guessing like summers were pretty free um i definitely had like you know restrictions but i don't know if there was like a schedule i don't remember ever being sure. like these times to hear but it would be you know all right that's enough kind of thing like like all right you, you know you've hit your you've hit your quota or whatever yeah. um and i i do remember like one of the more free zones of that would be 
um, on, on the weekends, like, I think it was like Saturdays after AYSO soccer games would be, wow. you know, it would be such a treat if after the soccer game, sometimes my mom would take me to Blockbuster and I'd be able to like rent a game to, to like have for that, like, you know, Saturday, Sunday, and then turn it in on, you know, Monday, Monday night or whatever it is. Um, and that was just always like, you know, that Saturday getting that game home from Blockbuster, it was always like, such a joy you know just like tired and sweaty from soccer just like spent from being a kid in the sun and now it's just like yeah. now just hunkered down with this new game it was, it was amazing that is this that sort of um period of of life right there and like that sort of like window into like how weekends used to work yeah, for yeah. a lot of kids who maybe you know grew up uh in this in this country with similar privileges sure, yeah. like i could like that's there's few things I'd like to go back to than like yeah. exactly that. Right, I know. It Gosh, so, it's so it, it felt like living in a village with like <laughs> just <laughs> just like it's like ah oh, this is peaceful, you know. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um do you you you've talked about we've got to get a li- a pretty good amount about like the experience of like where you were playing it um, or like how you and you and your sister were playing together. Mm. Was it always set up in this living room and what was this like living room like where you would play the game i'd love to for you to like paint it for me a little bit yeah um gosh i mean pretty pretty small tv like i'm guessing like my computer monitor right now is only like a little smaller than like what that you know perfect square tv was yes um one of those crt for sure (laughs) i mean everything was i guess back then right yeah um and then i don't know not not much like you know, this uh, square average living room in a it's just <laughs> easy, easy, somewhat dirty carpet. And uh, yeah. I, sometimes during December, there was a Christmas tree. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you don't have to room. dive into it yeah. too much if it's not coming to you. That's <laughs> totally fine. I, I'm going to uh, freak out after this episode, but uh, <laughs> but but I'll get through it now. OK, no worries at all. Um, Game wise, though, I would like to know aside from you know maybe just being the you know the game that you had Mm. and wanted to play do you remember anything or maybe even just looking back that like you really enjoyed about the game or that like was most fun for you playing it for bar versus the world yeah um yeah i think like that feeling of accomplishment from getting past a part that felt impossible was like yeah. a big big one because we were you know you couldn't you couldn't save your game there wasn't any <laughs> there wasn't any way to start at a level besides just the very you know very tip top of the game and so i remember it, we we would get to certain points and it would be like too late we're like it would be like all right we got to stop playing and so we would like leave the game on overnight. <laughs> I think probably without my mom knowing, because I don't I don't think that she would have allowed that. No, um, yeah. But just like, you know, turning the TV off and then like the, the power button on the Nintendo is like sneakily still on. Um, just like, what can we cover this with yeah, so she didn't yeah. see the red light? And then and then resuming it the next day. Um, and that was another thing, too. I that's I'm so glad I remember that now because that was finally getting that good ending of this game where you yeah. where you get every single of those one of those crusty relics 
the reward that you get. So first, when you beat it without these are spoilers, by the way, spoilers, huge spoilers for uh, Bart versus the world for your audience <laughs> at home. Uh, uh, it, when you when you beat it without you get this like normal ending that's just kind of like, hey, you did it. But it's a shame that you didn't get those uh, things that we oh. talked about. That's too bad. And then it just cuts to like, you know, a claim and it just goes back. You're just kind of like, what the hell? Like, it feels okay. Uh, but when you beat wow. it, they show and it's like, and now, you know, our original, whatever the story is, like um, Mr. Mr. Burns and Mr. Smithers. And then they're, they're standing there. And then it's your, you, you see Bart and it's your perspective. You can slide him left and right. And he's holding like a classic whipped cream pie. And yes. then you push the button and you can like whip pies at this static image of Mr. Burns and Mr. Smithers. But you can do it like, you know, you slide left and right and you can just splat them with pies like wherever. And I remember as a kid just going like, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> we did it. I got you. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. So at the end of the show, one of the fun segments I do is like a fact segment. Yeah, yeah. This game was like really hard to find like secrets or facts or like development history about yeah, it. Yeah. It usually is like the older they go. Uh -huh. um, but that was one of them oh, that yeah. I was going to share. But so it's, yeah, I think even what I had like written down was, uh, yeah, you collect all the crusty items and, um, and, I think Krusty even is like, well, this is Bart Simpson and he won our contest. And um, the animation on Mr. Burns and Smithers is like, all they ever do is sort of like squint <laughs> as you throw it yeah. at them. And that's all that happens. And I don't even think it ends or nothing happens after that, no matter how much you hit them. I remember we left the, we left the game on just cause it was like, we finished it. I think we finished it like that night and, I, and then it was like, all right, time. And I was like, no, leave it on, leave it. And it's like, what? And then like, so I think we <laughs> left it for one more day where just like the next day I got some more pie throwing in and then finally reset it. Um, wow. but yeah, that was, that was the reward. Do you remember like, cause I didn't watch, uh, the whole playthrough of this game. Mm. Um, was that like a difficult thing to do? Get all the crusty tokens from what you remember? Or was that just, <sighs> I yeah, I, I don't think know if you so. remember I think because, I mean, I, 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 I looked at some of the playthrough too, just to like, and holy, holy crap, that's a weird feeling too. Like watching a playthrough on something you haven't watched in forever. Like yeah. that's, yeah. <laughs> the memories that just come, even just the, the weird, you know, that like tinny music, the like memories of that yes. dog was crazy. Um, I imagine, I, I think it was hard from what I remember, just because like mm -hmm. the game was already hard. So the temptation yeah. to go like, no, I'm not going to risk my life to like get that weird like trophy that's, you know, Maggie's hiding behind the like yes. tornado <laughs> in the middle of the Egyptian pyramid. Like there's, yeah, there was a lot. I, that was a, the thing about this game too, was there was a lot of, I think it was a combination of being a kid and also just the level design. There, there was this feeling of like, you didn't know what was, what was lurking in each kind of like cavern that you went to. Sure. Like it felt big. Like you climb a pyramid that feels like the size of a pyramid and you like yeah. have to crawl up like the Sphinx and it feels like the Sphinx. It's like, yeah. yeah. So I think that like that vastness was something that I really liked too. That's cool. You did br super early in the show bring up the world being really oh yeah, yeah. Uh, cool cool and interesting to you. So that really checks out. That's that's awesome. Um, before we um, get to the post game uh, segments that I do have prepared for you, um, would is there either anything you didn't get to share about your you know this game or your experience, or or would you just like to wrap up your sort of feelings about Bart versus the world? 
the, I, I think that um, you don't have to play it. You don't have to go out and, and search for this <laughs> game. But I think that if you are a Simpsons fan and if you uh, uh, had a relationship with the NES, then it's worth watching a YouTube playthrough at, you know, 1.25 speed <laughs> just, yeah. to like, just to see it. Um, uh, you know what? There's one part that made me laugh. Uh, the, the game's not like particularly like funny, you know, it just kind of is like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. Simpsons characters. But the part yeah. that did make me laugh again was in the beginning when Krusty is showing the the submissions to the art contest uh-huh. and then you see bart's drawing right that did make me laugh because um, it, it's a i saw that too it's like a terrible stick figure of crusty yeah, right it's great yeah. it's really <laughs> like yeah. how's how is that the winner oh my gosh um okay well cool well hey but, um we're gonna do some fun stuff to finish the show but thank you so much ollie for uh talking about your experience with that game oh thanks for having really me man for sure Absolutely. Um, the first segment that I have for you is, of course, the Fact Me by Your Game segment. Cool. We already went over one, so I've just got the second one to go over with you. Um, uh, and I have it titled Secret Message from Bart and Barbie. So in this game, there is a cheat code. Well, it's not. It's less of a cheat code and more of a, a sequence of button presses that you can do in order to see a message. Um, so if... Uh, when the game is on, you hold select uh-huh. and press reset. You continue holding select when you turn it on. Um, you press A, B, up, down, left, right, A, B. Uh, in I think within five seconds, it says. And suddenly the names Christine, Robert, and Victor will appear at the top of the screen. Uh, couldn't find any information on who Christine, Robert, <laughs> Scott, and Victor are. But but their names appear at the, pop, at the top of the copyright screen. Uh, and the reason I this has something to do with Barbie is that this same sequence was included in another game by Imagineering, which was just titled Barbie. Holy so you could do shit. this. You just blew my mind. Yeah. So you know, there it is. I'm sure. So it's got to be. It's got to be what like like some programmer at Imagineering who just managed to keep that in, like sneak it in. It's like his. That's his like uh, at the free throw. Like, you know, his like secret signal to his family at home. He like wipes his brow kind of thing. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Christine's Robert Scott and Victor. Yeah. That's a trip. That's incredible. Do do you remember the Metroid Justin Bailey thing? Was that? Yes. Is that like, is that similar? Do you think? Oh, that's a like, like as far as like some one person like secretly did that. I just like, cause I, cause I, cause I get that. It just seemed Cause it's like, what is it? It's like you type in Justin Bailey and it's just kind of like a code for like later in the game. Right. Like basically. I think you, that's how you get Samus just in like a swimsuit. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like, it's like the, cause like you get those codes that kind of save your progress. Thank you Metroid for like not making it that impossible to like, you know, resume (laughs) progress. But I think like, yeah, Justin Bailey's one that kind of like starts you later in the game. Oh, but I didn't. I didn't know if it was just. I mean, this is worth us just looking into and googling. But I was always curious if it was like somebody was shouting out Justin Bailey with that code, or if it just happened to be that sequence of letters oh. just like managed to be a save point based on the algorithm um, or whatever. That's a. I don't know the answer to it, but I do have a fun anecdote, which is I was listening to a different video game podcast recently, mm. and someone said that the way that was discovered to to be a code was that some kid named Justin Bailey typed in his name 
and this thing happened yeah. and he he like wrote in i think to like nintendo power about it and that's how it blew up that's see that's so crazy like is his the yeah. only like name that you can do that because it's what are the odds you know like no no because i think it's like justin bailey and then like a line of spaces because <laughs> it's like it's like Whoa. yeah it's a trip it's i, I definitely want to read up on that after this i know i there i think there is some history on it too so you should be able to find stuff cool um well, that's the end of the fact me by your game segment. And the last one I have for you are the, thank you. Uh, this is the game recommendations and I'll leave. This is my one forced tie in to justify the name of my podcast. <laughs> this is tying into the movie. Call me by your name, mm. because at the end of that movie, I don't know if you've seen it and it's not important if you have, mm, I but I found myself wondering like once Timothy Chalamet and army hammer weren't going to be together anymore. Like who's he going to date next? Is he going to like, rebound and date someone <laughs> exactly the same uh-huh. is he going to date someone like out left field just sort of thinking about like you know maybe my experiences or friends experiences sure, yeah. um so i'm going to treat bart versus the world as your uh army hammer okay in a sense so so these are sort of based around that so the first recommendation is that if you like the nes but you want to take bart on the go i'll recommend Bart and the Beanstalk, which was a Game Boy game, <laughs> a which is actually I looked up like a list of other Simpsons games, and it's ranked pretty low out of the. <laughs> um, but hey, if you just want to take it on the go, that's your game. Um, if you uh, love the Simpsons but you want more Springfield in your adventure, mm. I'll recommend uh, Simpsons. Hit and Run, Ooh. which was from 2003, came out on a lot of consoles. I've never played that one. Have you played that? I, is, that one's kind of like a like a twisted metal kind of game, right? It's like it's like a, I think so. You, you yeah, bash around other cars and stuff. I think I I think I did play that on PS2. It was fun. It's like it's I believe ranked as the best the best one right before the classic arcade. Game, I thought you were going to say it's just, I believe ranked as the best racing game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> if you know if only uh if only things were so true um the last one i have for you uh is that if you uh want to immerse yourself in this world and maybe even feel sick to your stomach like some people this happens to some people Mm. i'll recommend it's not actually a game but it's just the simpsons ride at universal Uh, studios okay um they have this part where i won't spoil what happens not that it matters but they pump in uh, like a smell for you to smell a certain thing. And it's not even a, like a nasty smell, but it made me like feel sick the first time <laughs> I went on that ride. Um, but yeah, that's my final recommendation oh, for so you. I'm so curious what the smell is now. I gotta, I gotta go. Um, once you, once you do that, I'll have to ask you about it. Uh, Cause now I just like, it's all I can think about when I ride that ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the end of the game recommendations. And I'll leave that does bring us the end of the show um so before we go and plug stuff just wanted to say thank you so much for doing this this was a blast to get to hear oh my dude thanks for having me this is truly truly fun i don't i don't get to uh uh share the love on this too often so thank you hey absolutely i'm glad we could uh make it work thank you for finding time uh do you have anything that you want to plug before you go anything that you're looking forward to that people should know about uh nothing nothing coming down the pipe but uh when stuff does happen i usually post about it on my instagram which is at ali underscore gondour that's a-l-i underscore g-h-a-n-d-o-u-r um and then you can find me on twitter too it's a different handle but if you search you'll find me awesome 
Cool. Well, thank you again. I will close us out with some plugs of my own. The cover art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other wonderful work on Instagram at, at Glenn with two N's dot J. A Y. Uh, we've already talked about the Patreon on this show in the Legend of Zelda Games Club, which you can find at patreon.com slash radio. But if you also are a big fan of this podcast, we do a monthly co-op version of this show where I sit down with a group of people and talk about uh, an impactful game to uh, in sort of like a book club style episode. The show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You should check out his show, Video Games a comedy show which I stream on my Twitch channel almost every Friday, which is at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. You can also catch me streaming Zelda there occasionally. And I'm also on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. That'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one.